Welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this week we're doing a binge bundle. Every time you pause like that, I think you forgot what we're doing. <laughs> no, I'm letting you finish. <laughs> I was like, she forgot her line. Line. Oh. Line. <laughs> Don't call out Sorry. the pauses. I just edit those out. Um, oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That whole thing's being edited. Go. Yeah, so there's a we've been watching a ton of stuff, um, and we just wanted to talk about all of it. We've done a previous episode called A Binge Bundle, where we talked about a lot of things that kind of finished up over the summer, and it was a mm-hmm. lot of fun, so I really wanted to do it again. Well, because we tried to do Great British Bake Off, that was going to be last week, but after we yeah. watched all the episodes, we're like... That's not really a show. No. <laughs> it's not a lot. So you gotta like do the whole season of Great British Bake Off. You know. I know. They they've thrown yeah. us off this year. They've thrown us so, off. So um, we are gonna talk about uh, a new show on Netflix called Marianne. It's terrifying. Um, <laughs> I have a few shows that I want to tell you guys about, and Lisa has a few that she's really liked that she wants to tell me about. I don't think we're gonna do a lot of spoilers this episode. So maybe this is more like a, hey, you should totally watch this. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Figuring it out as we go. We don't know. Who knows? what This could be a 15-minute episode. That's all right. (laughs) (laughs) I think our last one was like four hours long. Okay. What did we do last time? I don't even remember. Was it unbelievable? Unbelievable. Yeah. God damn, that was a good show. That was such a good show. I had so much fun recording that episode. That was so amazing. Oh, God. Okay. So let's get straight to subscribe stuff. Let's do that. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave us a rating and a review. If you leave us a review, we will give you a shout out on the show. Um, You can follow us on Instagram, binge watch with us, all one word, and you can like our page on Facebook. You can join in some of the discussions that we're having there. We like to talk about what are you watching right now with Halloween coming up. We're going to be talking about lots of scary movies, so I'm super excited about that. You can email us at bingewatchwithus at gmail.com. Let us know what you're watching or let us know your thoughts about a show that we have covered on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Think that's all. I think that's it. Oh, and Spotify. You could follow us on Spotify too, please. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Kisses. Yeah. I forget about Spotify. So I also don't have any Netflix news this week, but I found a really cool article on a website called Paste Magazine. Have you ever heard of that? Is it about paste? Like, as I in. I hope not. Is it copy and paste or paste like this is the best paste to use for construction paper? And this I have no best. idea. Okay. Go. But the article is called The 50 Best Horror Movies on Netflix right now. And it's, this is October 2019. So. Oh, it's current. I just kind of wanted to like quickly go over those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not going to talk about all of them. I'm just going to mention a few of them that I've seen and I know that you like too. Okay. Uh, number 48 is Velvet Buzzsaw. Guys. I didn't this, watch the, that. No. There's a reason it's number 48. If you watch the preview, uh, that's the whole plot. I'm really getting sick and tired of that. Yeah. Yeah. You've mentioned of trailers that. being fucking five minutes long. And yeah. now I know the whole... I know everything that's going to happen. Yeah. It's gone crazy. 
Like I texted you about um, Birds of Prey, and I Birds of Prey. Said, I said you're wrong. I feel like I've watched the whole movie already. That's okay. You can watch it. You and McGregor and Harley Quinn. I literally took the day off to go see the movie. I took the whole day off. Number thirty-seven is the Cell. This is the Jennifer Lopez movie that I told you about. Oh yeah! You have Yay. to watch it. I'll 36 watch it. is The Black Coat's Daughter. This movie stayed with me for days. Like, you ever, like, uh, see a movie and you're like, what the fuck? For, like, four days afterwards? Yeah. That's how The Black Coat's Daughter was for me. Of course, all okay. of the screams are on Netflix right now. Yay! I love the mm-hmm. scream movies. We get to see F- FP when he was younger. Oh, and beautiful. I mean, he's still beautiful, but Riverdale is coming out next Wednesday. I saw just a clip on, not even a moving clip, but just a clip on, I think it was um, Facebook, and it had Cheryl Carroll with the ugly crying face on, and I was like, "Mm, mm, mm, mm." You're going to watch it. So either I'm going to cry or I'm going to laugh. It's going to go either way. I apologize in advance. That's, (laughs) look, you never know what you're going to get with Riverdale. I hope everybody's wearing the black cheerleading outfits. I hope Archie sings. Um, Do you think that it's going to be like real tears? Like them actually crying about Luke Perry dying? Probably some of them that are really good actors like Molly Ringwald and FP. And the kids will probably be fake. Except for Cheryl Carroll because she plays from the the soul. She does. She can tell. That's how redheads (laughs) are. (laughs) Number 24 is Cam. C-A-M. This uh-huh. one's really obscure. I know you've never seen this one. It's about a cam girl. Do you know what a cam girl is? No. So a cam girl, like, they have these, like, private websites, right? It's porn, oh. basically. Oh, oh, no, I know what it is because Chippy whatever in Riverdale did it for boys. Yes. A cam boy. Yes. yes See? Exactly Circle right. back around the Riverdale. Everything is about <laughs> Riverdale. <laughs> um, it's about a cam girl and she starts to kind of like lose her mind a little bit. It's very scary. Yikes. 21 is Hush, which is like, I think a Netflix original movie. I think so. Did you see that one? No, I haven't seen any of these. Oh, I think I'm, I think I'm a <clears throat> horror fan and didn't know. Well, you used to be and then you yes. kind of backed away from it for yes. years and I think that's why everything scares you because it's like you haven't drank in years and now you started drinking again and you jump all the time because no. you don't remember all the triggers. And now I'm blackout drunk. <laughs> Number 18 is the, uh, no, it's not the apostle. Number 18 is called Apostle. Hmm. And that's a recent one. It's about a man whose sister falls in with a cult who like live Yay. out on this um, remote island and he goes out to the island to try and find his sister and bring her home. But awesome. he starts to find out that there's a lot more going on here Uh-oh. than just his sister wrapped up in a cult and it's very dangerous. Okay. I watched Sounds that awesome. one because last podcast on the left did an ad for it. So. Oh, okay. Oh, The Invitation. Mm-hmm. I watched, that's number 10. I watched The Invitation I think, Mm -hmm. like, the day after I had surgery. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. Mm So I might have still been high. No, you definitely were. It 
so intense. This is not a like jump out and scare you movie. This is like the mm-hmm. whole time like you're holding your breath for like two hours. Yeah, you were definitely high. Yeah, it's really good. But <laughs> it's number it's number ten on this list. So okay, I'm 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 all over it. Now, The Conjuring. I think you've seen that one. I love The Conjuring. I yeah. love The Conjuring. It. I saw it two times at the theater when it came out, and I screamed both times. Yeah. And it scared the shit out of me. And I watch it all the time. And I like to do The Conjuring's in order and watch The Nun and watch all the Annabelle movies. Yeah, I'm all over The Conjuring. Scary as fuck. The Insidious movies are on Netflix right now, too. Oh, okay. Is that like in the same world as the Conjuring movies? No, no, it's okay. not. But it has the same lead. The one male actor that plays Ed Warren and the Conjuring. I think he's in them, but they have nothing to do with each other. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, the Conjuring is number seven on this list. Number six is this is Scream, the original. They're wrong. Uh-huh. Number five is Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't think really. I never really thought of that movie as scary. I well, mean, no, I because guess it's it got is. a dead person in it, which okay. I saw coming, which sucked. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. Number three is Haunting of Hill House. Guys. Yes. If you have not seen The Haunting of Hill House yet, it's so good. It's amazing. Go check out episode eight of Binge Watch With Us. It's one of my <laughs> favorite episodes we ever did. Um, And we did that one on The Haunting of Hill House. I loved it. Number yeah, two yeah. is Carrie, the original, 1976. Yes. And yes. number one is The Witch. Ooh, which I just watched recently. You just saw it? Yep. I tried to watch it years ago, and I was like, nope to this. I just couldn't get interested. I was like, I don't care. I don't care. And I think I was home well, with my foot when I, was, when I couldn't walk for like three weeks. And I watched it then, and I was like, holy shit. And I wanted to get black billy they have a pop of black billy oh do they yeah <laughs> how messed up is that movie uh, well as like, i told you it reminds me a lot of the uh marianne oh yes yeah that's right it does it's a lot like marianne it's got a lot of the same feel to it it's definitely yep. traumatizing is a word that i would use oh, yeah God. yeah yeah it's yeah what was the first horror movie that you saw like as a kid that emotionally scarred you that like traumatized you well my dad and I always watched horror movies you know everybody like in the 70s and probably 80s and earlier had like a Saturday afternoon horror guy you know like y'all had um Morganis is that his name Mm -hmm. yeah I think so we had somebody, I forgot his name now, but he was showing like all the cheesies, like 60s and 70s horror movies. So we used to watch them all the time. They did not scare me. Oh. Or if they did, remind me, Daddy, they might have. I don't know. I just really, I re- remember a lot of uh, Vincent Price um, yeah. movies and stuff like that. So the first, first movie I can remember that really scared the shit out of me was Poltergeist. Yes. Yes. That yeah. was the first one. My dad saw it at the theater with a friend of his, and he's like, everybody was screaming, and I was like, okay, and I probably saw it a couple years later, so I was probably like maybe 10 or 11 when I first saw it. That's too young for Poltergeist. I don't know about that. You know, I've always loved, like, ghost stories and all that stuff, 
you know, I had already read Helter Skelter by that time, I think, too. Is that a thing? Is that everybody or are we just weird? I, I ask that all the time. and We always just decide that we're weird. But I think that's around the same age when I started watching stuff that was way mm-hmm. too scary for me. Yeah. And really, Poltergeist, honestly, I mean, it scared me. And I remember, like, jumping in, in, in a lot. And, then, you know, because I'm sure we watched it either on HBO or yeah. we rented it. But that fucking clown underneath the bed. God damn. Were you scary scared of your TV fuck. afterwards? No, I wasn't no. scared of my TV at all. And really, it wasn't like, like I said, there wasn't anything like the tree I didn't think was that scary. I mean, the mom being in the swimming pool with all the skeletons was Ugh. a little freaky. The the pulling stuff out of the womb kind of thing was kind of creepy. But honestly, that fucking clown underneath the bed scared me for weeks. You were scarred by it? I'm scarred to this day. I I will not look under the bed unless I'm on the floor. Really? Yeah. yeah like, you know, how people are in bed. And they're like, oh, what's squeaking or whatever. And they look at it. Nope. Go fuck yourself. I was thinking about that the other night. I sleep with one foot like hanging off the bed. No, that's how booger monsters. I know, you. no, you're, I know. You're, you're destined for death. <laughs> I'm just telling. Let's talk about Marianne. Oh, OK. We're doing that. Let's go. Yeah. Marianne. Yes, Marianne. So it's mm-hmm. French. It's French. France. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I loved it. So let's talk about that for a minute. It's in French. I think I even told you it was in French. You're, and you're like, so mad at me. You're like, no, it's not stupid. It's in, a, it's in <laughs> English. And I was like, what the fuck did I do? Did I set it in French and not know about it? And I was mad. So then I watched it at work one day or started it. And I was like, it's still in French. And you're like, stupid. You can change it. <laughs> to english and i was like uh you've never known because aren't you like me you watch it with captions on hardly ever oh i always watch it so i know that when i go into the settings Mm -mm. to turn the captions on you can pick the language yeah no i i never i think i did for peaky blinders yeah blinders you know i had a dream about that show i bet you did celia murphy he's so beautiful no, but it was like him as a kid, and it was like he had that same haircut. And I, I remember it was like something I was watching, and I was like, I wonder when they show him getting the the hat with the razor blades in it. Oh, it was like an origin story. Yeah, and it, he was young, and I was like, he's way too young to have all those razors. <laughs> Why aren't his parents watching him? Well, yeah. he could swallow that. Yeah, there was <laughs> Anyways, n- no parental oversight back then. <laughs> No. Razor blades, fine. Whatever. Yeah. Then we only have 10 kids instead of 11. No big right. It's fine. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it's in French, but you can change it to English. <laughs> and put on subtitles. Yeah. Or you can leave it in French and just read the subtitles if that's your thing, too. I did both. I had it in English and I had the subtitles on and I liked how they would say one thing and the subtitles would read a different thing. And I was oh, like, I LOL. Hate this that. Is... I had to I, it made me laugh. This is one show that I don't watch it with the closed caption on. Okay. With the foreign hilarious. stuff. I can't watch the foreign stuff with the closed caption on because that does happen. They say one thing and mm-hmm. then what the sentence at the bottom of the screen is like slightly different and that's irritating. Yeah, yeah it was funny. But God, that was so, at first. And I even told you, I was like, I cannot get into the show. I was in, picturing another Umbrella Academy. I was like, oh, God, I hate this show. And I think I was on episode three or four, maybe. And maybe it was three. And I watched it, but I wasn't really watching. I was like, let me watch it again. Like, let me start all over again. And I did. (laughs) 
And then I liked it so much better the second time. And I think by like the fourth episode or stuff, I was like, now I get it. See, I was really <laughs> surprised when you weren't super into it because I thought that you Mm-mm. would fall in love with this main character, Emma, right away. I did love Emma. I loved Emma from the start. I did. But the yeah. story, I was like, ugh. Really? Not again. She's so um, super cool. She has like a super cool haircut. Yes. yes. She wears super cool clothes. She wears like a hoodie with a coat over it. I was say, she wears a hoodie with a coat over it. That's all she wears. Literally. That's I all she wears. I wear that. Can time. you wear that? Uh, probably not. My husband yeah. would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> are you a hobo? <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't pull that look off. But yeah, but I loved her from the get go. Um, she's a drunk. She's a drunk. And even in one of the flashbacks, I think she says, oh, if I'm going to be a great writer, I have to be a drunk. Because yeah. That's how you yeah. become a great writer. And I was like, she's true. That's yeah. really, really true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I think she wanted to be like Poe. And Poe is like a, a huge alcoholic. Hemingway. Wasn't he? Hemingway. Hemingway. Mm-hmm. Well, no, Poe was too. I think Poe died well, in like a puddle. Uh, yeah, I think Poe was, I don't know if he was an alcoholic or drugs. I can't remember which off the top of my head. I think it was drugs, yeah. Yeah, I think but it was like had, opium or something. They had weird drugs back then. They really did. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. But it was, it, I love the setting of it the second time around. I wanted to move there. I still kind of do. It's very um, French. It's like French seaside, small little yes. village. There's cows. Mm-hmm. There's only one priest and one church, it looks like. There's a lighthouse, of course. Lighthouses of course. are terrifying. I'm sorry. You're just scarred by the uh, Ghost Hunters episode. Well, that is... Um, oh, I didn't tell you which movie scarred me for life. Oh, you didn't even tell me. We just No. We just talked about me and we went right on past. The first movie that I saw as a kid that scarred me for life was Chucky. I was terrified. <laughs> I, was, I think I was like eight and I, we were at a sleepover and I don't know what this parent was thinking showing all these eight-year-old girls this movie. And then sure. the, the other movie that scarred me for life was It and it wasn't too long after and I was at another sleepover. God damn, how much time did y'all have? That's like eight hours long. I don't know. Uh, but I, I was so afraid of Chucky that I trained myself to sleep with like my face in the pillow like on my stomach because Mm -hmm. if you'll if you'll recall Chucky would try to like transfer into your body he would put like his little doll hand on your forehead and I was like "Uh ah Chucky you're not getting me while I sleep (laughs) she doesn't have a Chucky doll or anything sure I would sleep with my head in the pillow thinking like Chucky couldn't get to my forehead and take my body yeah, that but was yeah, horrible. But yeah, she to their foot off her bed, and everybody knows that's the number one killer of monsters right Well, there, I'm so. over it now. Now I know that Chucky's not going to... Look, mm-hmm. with my with my sinus problems, there's no way I'm sleeping on my stomach. We watched the remake of Chucky, and it's so horrible. Is it bad? Oh, my God. I, and we rewatched the first... We did all the Chuckies, like, when the remake was coming out. Mm-hmm. And the first one was so horrible and awful, and... It made me giggle, and it wasn't scary at all. But I remember seeing it younger, and it did scare me. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. We watched all the way through, like, the cult of Chucky and everything. And then, so we got this recently, and I was like, what am I watching? Like, I completely lost interest. Yeah. No. It wasn't, it wasn't scary at all. Um, you well, know. the other one that really, really scarred me for a while, like, I was... I was scared was the ring. I was 16 when I saw the ring. I'm not kidding you. I slept with the lights on for two weeks. 
I'm telling you, that's how the conjuring was for me. Thank God I slept with my mattress and box spring on the floor. Because there's a scene in the conjuring where one of the girls has her foot hanging off the side of the, the end of the bed. That's and something me. yanks it. And uh -huh. I'm like, that's how you die. Yeah. That's literally how you die. That's how I'm going to go. And I had uh, Tropatulas at the time, my big black German shepherd. And so I slept with the TV on. I had the lights because we had the dimmer. And I had those lights on. And I slept in a ball. No lie for probably two weeks. <laughs> Not grabbing my foot. Go fuck yourself. And I would like, Chops, you want to come sleep at mommy's feet? And he's like, no, I don't. Go away. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the, so. the ring has a lighthouse in it, just like this movie does. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So it reminded okay. me that of that. It reminded me of the ring with those scary uh, flashbacks to a lighthouse. Well, and you had people with bad hair and stuff so i get it i get it yeah did you see that there's so there's a there's like a punk flashback episode in marianne yikes it's worth it yikes. it's 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 worth getting getting through the series being terrified to see these these french punk kids boy and to me and i don't think this is gonna spoil anything at all but to me the most terrifying part of that whole what is it eight episodes yeah it's eight episodes is when the old lady uh -huh. who wants her to write, re start writing a book again. I think it's her. She pulls out a tooth. <sighs> when she's yeah. yanking out her own tooth. And I was like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I thought I was going to die. No, that's not a spoiler. I think that happens like within the first like 30 minutes of the show. Yeah. And so I don't know if it was the author or friend, uh, a high school or like a childhood friend that she did that to. But it was scary as Fuck. Yeah, so Marianne follows the story of Emma, who is a horror fiction writer. Emma has used her childhood nightmares to create a really popular uh, book series called Marianne. We would be all over that series, too. Oh, fuck yeah, if that was real, I would definitely read that. Um, <laughs> Marianne is a witch that haunts Emma's dreams. And uh, Marianne decides she's going to end the series. She's done with these characters. She wants to move on to something else. Mm -hmm. And an old high school friend shows up. Her mom is kind of going off the deep end. Mm -hmm. And her mom tells her, you have to come back. And you have mm -hmm. to keep writing. Um, mm -hmm. And then it just spirals out of control from there. Yeah, so she goes back and it just goes through all these twists and turns and yeah. this and that and the other. I'll tell you this, the sixth episode in the eight episode series, I thought it was the last episode. It was so scary. Yeah. I couldn't believe that anything was going to happen beyond that. When they go back mm -hmm. to the high school mm -mm. and try and, uh, they try mm -mm. and contact Marianne to, to see if they could, you know, get her to go away or something. That was a terrifying. Well, anytime you break out a Ouija board. Can I tell you, this is going to sound so horrible. But we know I'm not a fan of kids. So that's no surprise. But there's a hide and seek part. Yes. I don't yeah. think that's a spoiler either. There's a hide and seek and this little girl jumps into a top loading freezer and of yeah. course gets trapped in it. And I was like, as soon as she jumped in, I was like, you're dead. Yeah. You're dead. That. I, one, you're brave for doing that, but two, you're a stupid girl, so it's probably better off. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you had said that that was like a real fear of yours when you were a kid growing up. Refrigerators, yeah, because in the <laughs> 60s and 70s, 
I'm telling you, in the 60s and 70s, that was like a big thing. Like, I remember seeing like public service announcements and everything. It's like, don't don't play around refrigerators. I guess that was an epidemic that people just threw their refrigerators outside and kids would go in and shut the door and get trapped inside and die. Mm-hmm. And so it, I forever would, ke- I would have to have the door wide effing open and like barely, you know, have my arms like bracing myself and sticking. <laughs> and I really wouldn't go into the back of the refrigerator. I was like, nope, I don't need that. Whatever it is. Well, Mm-mm. like, wouldn't you have to get shoved between the shelves? Like, how would you even fit in there? Um. Well, no, usually the shelves were taken. I mean, these are little kids, but the shelves yeah. would be taken out, too. Yeah. Well, I mean. So that's I- why they tell you when you put your refrigerator. Remember after Katrina when everybody was doing their fridge? That's they're like, right. You need, you need to wrap it up it and shut. stuff. Duct tape it or take and or take the door off. That was like a big big thing usually just take the door off i thought we were all duct taping our refrigerators shut because all the food inside them was spoiled well you were supposed to clean out the food (laughs) oh no people were not doing that no no Mm -hmm. i'm telling you i'll never forget this when we got back after katrina and went into the house we were living at the time and we walked by a refrigerator and there was like not pretty you, maggots all over it. I was like, yeah. nopes to that. You and could smell my dad, the refrigerator with the door shut. Oh my God. It was so awful. And my dad yeah. and my husband at the time. Yeah. Yeah. We were married. Um, duct taped it and they rolled it out of the house and there was just a trail of like gray liquid. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. no, no, I thought yeah, we I'm were terrified. doing that because of the smell. But I guess they were trying to protect kids. I didn't know that. Well, it's probably. But, I mean, and we know from you know ID discovery that those those top loading freezers that's where you hide bodies anyway. That's all they're for is for putting bodies in. <laughs> you know, it's scary. My grandparents had two of them out on their back porch, and uh, I don't know if they're there's not ever for pizza rolls. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that a big thing in Louisiana? Everybody has like an outdoor. Uh, freezer like yeah that. a lot of people have a garage refrigerator so you have a refrigerator <laughs> in your kitchen and then you have a refrigerator in your garage and Listen. it's for look it's fucking hot man <laughs> you need <laughs> well and especially the top loading uh freezers a lot is people hunt a lot and stuff so it's like to keep your yeah deer carcasses and yeah when i was a teenager i think we had one um and i Mm. think like my high school boyfriend literally kept deer in there but um thank god now i'm married to a man who doesn't go outside so (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i cannot see your husband hunting for love nor money no no he's like where's the wi-fi he's like me where's the wi-fi no i'm not doing this Mm -mm. (laughs) he doesn't hunt he doesn't fish so i do miss out on a lot of good food but whatever i'd rather him inside yeah right with me mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. yes okay. so marianne it's, it's getting to be spooky time yes watch marianne is a spooky spooky show i oh loved it God. i think it was i'll tell you this it was scarier than haunting of hill house that's for sure see i wasn't super scared about it there were a lot of parts that probably didn't scare me but i was like holy shit yeah it <laughs> just was like some self mutilation kind of stuff and um things and i even made the comment to you i said it at the time it reminded me of seven and blair witch yes that's a great description of this show seven and blair witch put together yeah yeah i remember one night i um after watching it 
I think I watched like two or three episodes in a day. I had one of those dreams where I thought I had woken up. Like I, I remember in real life, I rolled over and like put my arm around my husband. And mm-hmm. that's how I fell asleep. And in my dream, I woke up in that exact position and I turned my head and there was a woman with a knife standing over us. Oh, I my had, God. I had three nightmares that night. I was exhausted at work the next day. Yeah. It definitely Yikes. gave me nightmares for sure. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first one. And then I had another one. I must have rolled over because my bathroom door is on the other side. And we uh-huh. keep that open. And then I had a dream that I was standing in my bathroom about to get into the shower. And mm. then I saw, like, movement by the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of, mm-hmm. you know, just exactly like in a horror movie, I pushed the door open. And then a man jumped out and, and jumped on top of me. So, yeah. I think I told you that. I think when you came to work, I was like, I am so exhausted. Yeah. I was like, why? What's up? And you're like, I had nightmares. And I was like, oh, all Lord. night long. That's what I, I could. I can't watch Ozark. I like I have bad dreams. Well, that's what I was about to say. It's like you can't binge watch a lot of stuff because no. it it affects you. And it does. you have bad nightmares or bad whatever. So yeah. it's hard for you to binge some of this stuff. Well, I think I went straight from Unbelievable to Marianne. So okay, oh okay, yeah, that's a lot of intensity. Yeah, because I started watching Marianne some week before last, I think. Yeah, because I think I binged it the second time around. I started on like a Wednesday, oh. and I was done by Friday. Yeah, you binged it pretty yeah. quick once you got into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else did you? What else have you been watching? I watched this amazing, hilarious, campy, fun Jessica Lang uh, series on Netflix called The Politician. Uh huh. If you've ever seen the movie Election with uh, Reese Weatherspoon, it's one of her first major roles. It reminds me of that and the act because there's a case of a Munchausen by proxy. Really? Yes. Yes. It's not as bad, but it's kind of bad and I'm watching this so Jessica Lang is like a grandmother and she has her granddaughter who's sick and she's dying and she's got cancer and they get free trips and all that kind of stuff the granddaughter has a boyfriend that's really stupid and hick like and poor and all this stuff and I was like oh my god I see where this is going down the pipe and it doesn't It doesn't follow Mm. it exactly, but it gets really fucked up. So it's about this kid who his whole life he studies like politics and politicians. So he reads books on like Nixon and JFK and all these stuff. So he's running for president of the student body in high school. And he's got like campaign manager and everything. And it's just, it's a really funny show. It's done by the guy who does American Horror. It's really funny. It's it's very campy. It's kind of dark. Um, like I said, you got this Munchausen by proxy side story going in it. The last half of the last episode shows them kind of grown up. They're in like college, these kids. And they're all, some of them are living in New York. You know, they're all at college. And the guy decides to run for like a state Senate seat. And they bring in the one and only Bette Midler is in it. What? Yeah. And Judith Light 
um, who was on Who's the Boss? I think she played the mom. She's been a lot of stuff lately. And so she's in it. And she plays the senator. And I was like, oh, this, why are they, this, there's only like 30 minutes left. Well, they're setting it up, obviously, for a season two. So it's really, really good. Is Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow in it? Yes, Gwyneth Paltrow's in it. Who I normally, I used to like her. And then I, I hated her all that, like, eat your own poop or whatever crap she's into. And I decided when watching this, she's not in it a lot. She's kind of always plays the same character. Like, you know, it's like, I don't think she's a good actress. No, it's kind of like, I don't know. Like I say, like Bill Murray doesn't act. That's really him and all of his roles. He, he just right. ad libs everything and they just give him a script and he goes, but her is like, it's always, she's always in like that artsy, fartsy, crystal-y, New age. That's who stuff. she is in real life. Yeah, she's yeah. Like very new agey. She's yeah. the person who told women that they should put jade eggs in their vaginas. And I mean, yeah, she's out crazy. there. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like I said, she's not in it a lot. And when she's in it, part of me is like, are they trying to? Is she making fun of herself, or they wrote the character basically based on her life? I couldn't really tell oh but, um, well yeah, that's good really i'm glad good. to know that she's not in it a whole lot because i might actually uh, i'm gonna watch no. it now knowing that it doesn't star gwyneth paltrow you know no i mean literally what is it i think there's they have six or seven episodes and i think i'm gonna say she has maybe 20 minutes of screen time oh sweet okay good yeah she's not in it awesome. a lot so yeah that was really good I watched a very, very short series on Netflix called Criminal. There, yes. There's a bunch of different versions of it. It seems like they all just popped up at one time. There's like Criminal Spain and, and, and I don't know. French, there's a French countries? one. And, yeah, there's yeah. a French one. <laughs> oh, my boyfriend was like, what's up with this criminal? And I was like, I think I've heard about it on MFM. He's like, literally, there's 18 versions on Netflix right now. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah. Germany. There's there's a there's a ton of them. But yeah. I watched um, Britain, I guess. Okay, UK. Mm-hmm. England. I don't know. With David Tennant. Who we all and love. it's only four episodes long. I don't know if they're going to put out more episodes or like if this is just a thing. Like it's just like a little anthology series and it's like, mm-hmm. let's see what each country does differently. I don't know. But David Tennant was really good in it. It's a quick binge. Each episode mm-hmm. I think is like an hour long. It's not super cool. intense storyline. Okay. The whole thing takes place inside of an investigation room. So I guess that's... Ah. Yeah, I guess that's like the 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 hook to the show is that sure, sure. it all takes place in an investigation room and then that observation room next to it. Oh, okay. You know oh. when they watch on the other side of the mirror. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was really good. I really liked it. I wish that it cool. had been longer for sure. Yeah. Well, maybe the other ones, you know, aren't I longer. Just, I don't but know. Maybe I just finished two French series, so I was like. Let me. <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't know if they're war and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, are they like in German and in French, or are they just the locations? I don't. I didn't watch the. No, they definitely are like in foreign languages. I'm sure that you can switch to English if you need to. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know this, but you can do that. Yeah, you can go into settings by the closed captions, <laughs> and. <laughs> I did recognize the guy from Criminal Germany, uh, uh-huh. 
like I, I just saw a picture of his face and I did see him in another German show that I watched. I don't even remember the name of that one. It wasn't mm-hmm. very good and I didn't end up finishing it. But the, I know the actor was really good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, th- I think they like pull in some like big, big guns. I mean, I oh, feel like okay. David Tennant is like a pretty big actor. Yeah. Well, you know, he wasn't, but then he was in um, Jessica Jones, and then he did the Good Omens, which I really, I loved him in Good Omens. I thought he was fabulous. I thought he was a superstar because of Broadchurch. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was in Broadchurch. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm looking through my watch it again to see what else I watched while since we've been gone. Well, speaking of English um, actors and actresses, I am on episode two or three of Fleabag. I liked it. I, I started watching it. It's fun. It's raunchy as hell, huh? Wow. <laughs> I know because everybody's like, watch Fleabag, watch Fleabag. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if it's anything. I, I, like, I knowing nothing about it. I was like, right. I don't know if it's Same. for me. But then she won, what, the Emmy for Best Comedian. Yeah. And so I was like, let me watch it. I mean, obviously, it's good. And I watched, like, maybe three episodes i was laughing my ass off it's really really funny but i feel like it's raunchier than it is funny i don't know maybe i just need to like get deeper into the storyline how maybe. many seasons did you watch i i know I, I only watched like three or so episodes i haven't oh, watched okay. the whole seasons yeah but i loved it it was she cracked me the fuck up i was dying when yeah I was watching she it. i can't relate to much of anything about her no 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 no. literally the last time i was single i was probably 14 no brag but yeah yeah. um (laughs) 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 so i have no i I have no idea what it's like to sleep around but um it seems like a lot of work yeah i'm telling you she's she's rocking and rolling there Um, yeah good for her but it is kind of funny i don't know i like hilarious. yeah um i'm gonna keep watching it definitely yeah we should maybe do that soon maybe yeah let, guys let us know if you want us to do uh an episode on fleabag i don't know like i said we're both only a few episodes in so i don't know if there's enough there for us to talk about but yeah let us know what you think if we should do that show i'm looking it up right now i um rewatched the marvelous mrs mazzy that's on mabel? yes that's the one <laughs> on... i've never seen that show i know it's called mabel that, yeah, that's it. On Amazon, the same as Fleabag. Mm-hmm. I started rewatching it again. That show's goddamn delightful. I Everybody lo- loves it. I haven't. That's another one I haven't seen. You know what? God, I loved it. Huh. I don't like Amazon's platform. What do you mean? It's weird to try and find what you're looking for. Like Netflix. Oh yeah. Netflix knows me so well that like something new will just start playing, and I'm like, yeah, I like this too. But like Amazon's uh-huh. viewing platform, at least on on my Roku, is not a nice user interface. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Yeah, it's only six episodes, two seasons. So it's two oh, seasons, right. six episodes each. So it's not super long. Yeah, we'll have to look um, into it. Yeah, let us know because it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, so I, I started rewatching uh, the other show too. Um, just because it's just fun. It's a period piece and I like that kind of stuff. I so. mean, after Marianne, you, you need like brain bleach, you know? Speaking of which... Uh-huh. Big Mouth came out. I have not done yet. I think I'm on like episode four. I have to turn it off when my husband comes in the room. It's so raunchy. I love that. We watch it and die laughing. It's so funny. I, uh, I texted you last night because they 
they travel in one yes. episode and they go to my hometown of Lakeland, Florida. Yeah. I thought I was going to die. I had tears running down my face. It's, of course, nothing like Lakeland. Well, the people kind of are, but the rest of it. Um, is not like Lakeland at all because they have like like marinas and swamps and all this. I'm like, no, that's not us. We're, yeah, we're that's dead a, I, I, Yeah, I didn't think that you were. I thought you were kind of landlocked. And yeah, yeah, we are. But it was really, really funny. I don't know if, if you want you probably are like us and skip the opening credits. But towards like halfway through, like with uh, the show where they travel, um, Andrew's father when you start playing the credits he's like yeah 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 we already know who's in it get into it we're already late <laughs> no I did I, I let the theme song play for that whole episode so that's like a little easter egg you guys if you watch Big Mouth season 3 is that what this is yes thank god yeah let when when they go to Florida let that theme song play it's hilarious it's so funny and then after that they keep incorporating part of the story into it oh um, see i must not have seen any episodes after that yeah i don't think you yeah. did um but god that show is delightful it's, it's so very funny. as as raunchy as it is it's also wholesome can you can you be both yeah. of those things at the same no, time no i think you can't because i mean they're all like what they're middle schoolers yeah i think they're like graduating eighth grade in this yeah season. maybe so they're kind of right at the beginning of all the hormones and all the this and what's going on with my body kind of thing mm-hmm. and the way they do it is really well they it's have adorable. the hormone monsters but yeah. it is adorable go ahead and say what connie says connie is the female hormone monster and she teaches women to be sassy to be sassy it's <laughs> like own their sexuality and somebody asks her like why do you smell so good and she goes I take a bubble bath. <laughs> that brings me so much joy. I want to download that as a ringtone. What's her voice? Uh, who plays her? Who plays um, that, that character? Oh God, I can't remember her name. She's in the Good Place. Myra. Um, I can't remember her name either. She was. But in she's in those Seventh Generation commercials too. Yes, yes, she is. But she's also the bride and bridesmaids. She was on SNL, I think. Um, she's I love her so. so funny much john mulaney plays one of the characters voices if you're looking for more wholesomeness john mulaney i think has like four stand-ups on netflix yes four stand-up specials so funny so wholesome um he's just like a very sweet guy he's aware of how nerdy and white he is and i don't mm-hmm. know I, I love his stand-ups I, i've watched his stand-ups a few times i really like them um it's Maya, M-A-Y-A, Rudolph. Oh, Maya Rudolph, yeah. God, she's so I love her more than Jesus. She is so fabulous. They introduce a new character this season who is a direct ripoff of Ali Wong, who was in that um, Netflix movie we watched. Yeah. um, Yeah. Fuck, what was the the name of that that? movie? We did an episode on it. We did a whole episode on it. Go back and look. Um, Yeah, it didn't do well. That episode didn't do very well. Uh, Oh, but it was so cute. It was a very cute movie. Um, Nick Kroll plays the main character. I don't know too Mm -hmm. much about Nick Kroll. He does kind of weird me out a little bit, but his character on the show is just so adorable and sweet. Always Be My Maybe is the name of the movie we watched. Delightful. Her book comes out next week, too. I'm so excited. June Diane Rayfield plays one of the very side characters. She's on a podcast that I love called How Did This Get Made? So is Jason Manzukis. Jason Manzukis plays one of the best friends. I love him. 
love him. him. Love how did this get made? I don't know. Do you uh, watch? Do you listen to that podcast? I don't. I don't. Oh, you I really should because Jason Manzukis is uh, he. He plays Jason, of course. I think that's his name. He is on Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's on Brooklyn Nine Nine, and yes. the lady who plays looks like she plays a lot of stuff. She plays Missy uh-huh. and Mirror Missy and Fake Missy and Motel Pillow Two. Both of them were in Parks and Rec. Who? Missy. Uh, her name's Jenny Slate. Oh yeah, yeah. All these great comedy people in it. There oh are songs. God. They break out into like little show tunes every now and again. And I think that's John Mulaney. He loves like show tunes and, and stuff oh like God. that. So. I'm kind of scrolling through the names now because literally every, like you'll see them and you're like, oh, I remember them. They yes. play so and so in this bit show. It's every yeah. everybody. Everybody's in this one. Oh, my God. It's delightful. It is so damn. Nathan Fillion's in it, who I yep. love. Everybody's in this. And it's just it's just a fun. I don't want to say wholesome, but God damn it. It's hilarious. It's not, it's not it's okay not. to watch this around kids. Although, <laughs> did I tell you that my, he's either 13 or 14. He might have just uh, made 14. My 14-year-old nephew watches it. Yes, you did tell me that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and. Oh, a perfect age. I think it is a good age because maybe it explains a lot of what's happening. I don't know. Kids have Googles these days, so I don't know. Well, they, might, are, they might know more than me. I think in this season they even talk about it and they say something like, you teach sex ed in school, but you should also teach. Oh, God, maybe it was last podcast on the left. I don't I remember. It's one or the other. Yeah. Where they were like, you teach sex ed, but you should also teach sexual techniques. I think that yes. was from Zabrowski. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, you're kind of right in some of the respects. Because you tell people in school, they're probably, I felt like I was too young for it. You know, they tell you all this shit. And it's almost like when you start a job on the first day and they throw all this information at you. And you're like, what? Who? Where? Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. They're like. This goes into that, uh-huh. and then you get pregnant, and, you know. Yeah, man. Uh, no, no, no. You want to know what's more horrifying than learning about it when you're too young? Learning uh-huh. about it when you're a junior in high school. That's when I had sex ed. Yes. Welcome to Catholic wow. school, everybody. I wow. knew nothing. I had no idea what wow. the fuck they were talking about in that class. I was like, mm, didn't know that that was a thing. Didn't know that why that that's. I didn't know why that's why that happens yeah. and oh yeah. my god because i feel like when we were around that same age like eighth grade or ninth grade they started you know they would do the pe classes and separate the boys and the girls out and this is like you're gonna get your period and here's what happens and nope. boys this is like you know you're gonna want to fuck everything in sight and <laughs> i <laughs> you probably remember shouldn't. when because our sex ed teacher was my cheerleading coach of course and i remember when she taught us like what a period was like what it was like made up of and stuff i was blown away i was like oh i had no idea i had no idea that that's what it was like yeah welcome to catholic school but uh, but yeah so they tell you this it's like all this bits and pieces flowing out of your body and it happens every whatever days and all this yeah. shit and so i was i literally think i was expecting like not what happens <laughs> like i thought there'd be more bits and pieces coming oh, out yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought it was going to be just horrible. And I mean, it was, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't ex- at all what I thought. And I think they need to focus way more. It's like, hey, it's all this gross stuff coming out of you, but really, you're going to want to die. You're going to have the worst cramps of your life. 
you're going to wish baby Jesus comes down and kills you. Like, that's well, really what they need to teach you. But I, but I think last podcast is right, as usual, that they should also maybe teach kids. And maybe they do now. I don't know. You guys, if you yeah. have kids, let us know. Um, yeah. Like, they should teach kids, like, what a healthy sexual relationship is like, you know? I bet because they do. I bet they talk more about like tr- being transgender and gay and stuff. I bet. They talk well, about I know they talk a lot about like consent and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I I don't know. Yeah. They they tell you how to get pregnant and they tell you how to take care of your period, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think this show would have helped. I think. Oh my god! They should show. Big they should mouth. be mandatory. They should yeah. mandatory show Big Mouth. Um, God, what a great show. I'm sure the coaches would love that because there's always coaches teaching that stuff, too, I feel like. You should listen to, you really should listen to the How Did This Get Made podcast, though, because okay. there is a crossover with that podcast. There is um, a musical episode this season in Big Mouth. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have not seen that episode yet. It's based mm-hmm. on a movie. Do you remember the name of the movie? Nope. Not at all. Uh, Whatever the movie is that the musical is based on in Big Mouth, they mm-hmm. did it on How Did This Get Made, and Nick Kroll was the guest star oh, on LOL. the podcast. So you should definitely no. go listen to that episode of How Did This Get Made. Once my dad wrote a porno is finished, I'll add it to the rotation. Oh, I just can't do it. I can't. <laughs> you guys, so I was raised Speaking Catholic. Raunchy. I have a hard time with stuff like that. And that's why I'm kind of like Fleabag. Calm down. Like, you know? Yeah. No, I love My Dad Wrote a Porno. It's the best show ever. Mm-hmm. They had the guy who did Hamilton on week before last. He does this, like the side notes or footnotes. Footnotes. Yes. Thank yeah. you. They have all these people. They have Elijah Woods did it one season. Uh-huh. They had Emma Thompson on it one season. Oh my gosh. I mean, they just had all these great people on talking about it. They're all like, I love it. And they were talking about making it into a musical. Um, the, the the porno book this this guy's dad wrote. And he was like, he's sitting there. He's like, we could do it like this. La, la, la. And he's like. Lynn like Manuel was? It. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he, must think in, he must think in like mute, like show tunes. Oh, no, I think he does, because he's yeah. talking about how he'll be running or whatever, and he'll write down, something will come to him, and he write, he jo- he stops and jots it down real quick, because he may be able to use it in something. Mm. So he's like one of those people. I do that with podcast notes while I'm at the gym, but... Yeah, yeah. So that totally yeah, but- means one day we'll be just as famous as Hamilton. <gasps> That's the dream. Yeah. God That's damn, the- I love Hamilton. I'm wearing my That's Hamilton shirt, but anyway. Oh. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that show. Wearing a t-shirt that I got in Orange Beach. (laughs) Uh, It has a pineapple on it. Okay, anything else that you want to talk about? No, I think that's it. I have a couple more that I can just do real quick. Okay. Okay, I started watching a show on Amazon, even though I just was shit-talking their user interface, called Carnival Row. Mm-hmm. I saw the ads for it everywhere, and I was like, "Oh, this is totally me." It's with Orlando Bloom, who's, who's beautiful, mm-hmm. and so that girl from Suicide Squad, Clara Delvine. Mm-hmm. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. She's got great eyebrows. She really does. Uh, it's very like there are fairies, and yeah, yeah. 
but it's also like 1800s e. Yeah, my dad's yeah. watching it. He told me about it, and all I can think of is, God damn it! If Pickle says we should watch this, I'm going to punch her in the face. No, and I'll it's tell you blood. why. So I think true that blood. one's eight episodes too, and I got to episode six, and it got so fucking boring, I couldn't take it anymore. Okay, good. Thank so God. I ended up like not finishing that one. Maybe I'll finish it up, like you know, eventually. Yeah. Um, but it was a really good storyline until like the fifth and sixth episode. And then it just got so boring. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. I got to push you that. I watched a movie called we've always lived in the castle. Mm -hmm. That's on my list. And that's got one of the chicks from American horror story in it. Okay. Do you know which one? I'd have to Google it, but go ahead. Keep talking. I'll Google. So you told me before the show that this is based on, on a book from the same writer that did the haunting of hill house mm-hmm. and after you told me that it makes sense the movie oh. was a what's her name god it's a weird it's like tasia farmangella or something <laughs> what are the characters that she plays on american horror story she played the suicidal daughter and murder house I don't think she was in season two. Season three, she was one of the witches that ran off with um, Evan Peters' character. Yeah, she was with the Frankenstein boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember she was in any episodes after that. Anyways. Yeah, it's bizarre. After you told me who wrote it, Mm -hmm. it makes a little more sense now. It must be a metaphor for something. Probably. It's about two young girls who live in a small town, but their family's very rich. And so they live in this mansion up on the hill. And sure. so that's mm-hmm. that's the castle, you know, and everybody in the town hates their guts, Ugh. hates them. And so most Ugh. of the movie, you're trying to figure out why everybody hates them so much. One mm-hmm. sister doesn't leave the house at all. The other sister, when she does, she gets harassed and chased down the street and stuff. It's. It's strange. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I guess I mm-hmm. like weird shit though. Yeah. Um. I may watch it. It's yeah. just a. It's just a movie though, right? Yeah. It's just a movie, so it's quick. It's like an hour and a half. Okay. Uh. And then I finished Black Spot, which is another French show. You can switch the language to English if you go into settings. Yeah, I may have um, to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Ass. It's good, guys. Mm-hmm. It's like spooky forest stuff. Okay. So if the forest scares you a little bit, this might be mm-hmm. your thing. Stay out of the forest. It's about, it's a lead female character. I guess mm. that's what French people like. Sure. Um, that's what you like. <laughs> she's the sheriff of a small town where weird shit happens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I may have to watch that. I liked it. I can't wait for season three to come out. Um, do you want to do Obsession Session? Sure. Obsession Session is the part of the show where me and Lisa talk about the things that we have been obsessed with over the past week. In this case, it's probably two weeks because we haven't recorded in a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that is not something that we binged this week. Yes. So what is yep. your Obsession Session this week? Over the last two weeks, have read two books that I talked about the last time we recorded. The first one is, I have the book right here, so I'm looking at it. Okay. It's called Over the Top, and it's by Jonathan Van Ness. From Queer Eye, who I love more than life itself. It's such a sweet story. He, God, he's so genuine. He really, really, I mean, if he's faking it, I would be surprised. Because usually I can spot a bullshitter from 20 paces. Is he really that sweet? Like, is he that sweet of a person as he seems? 
he really does seem like it and mm. he's very honest you know he talks about being a gay fat kid uh living in midwest wherever he's from missouri yeah and so he or talks kansas about dealing- it's one of those one of yeah. those i'm horrible about that region i apologize and so he talks about growing up he talks about after he leaves home he 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 went down a very dark path how he came out of it kind of ends with uh obviously him getting the role at queer eye but god damn he he just seems like the salt of the earth and i'm just i'm waiting for some sort of horrible story to come out to be like he sacrificed kittens to satan oh i hope not but god damn it was a great very quick read i think it was like because i got it i got the book but then i got the audio version of it because i can listen to it faster i listened to it in one day it was like six hours i was like challenge accepted and i just blazed through it yeah i did and then the other book i read which they both came out on the same day was i know your name by chanel miller and she's the victim of brock turner the asshole swimmer who raped her and the judge gave him like i don't know five minutes to serve in jail because you know he has a bright future ahead of him he's that's an, what it almost was olympic swimmer yeah i mean you know 20 20 minutes or so of really horrible behavior really doesn't deserve that's what, uh, that's what uh, his dad said he said why should he be punished for five minutes of bad behavior yeah yeah mm-hmm. which of course and i didn't know this i thought rape was always like sex Meaning, you know, insert tab B and the slot A and that kind of stuff. But he he fingered her. Ah, uh, which is what still a weirdo. I know. Well, I think he was getting ready to do more when the two people came up and was like, uh, "This doesn't look right" because they're behind a dumpster and and you know, she's uh, unconscious and she looks dead, which I didn't know at all. But yeah, so of course his team's like, he's a good boy listen who's really harmed here but what they don't realize and a lot of people don't realize this something traumatic like that happens to you it affects you again i've never been raped i've never been sexually assaulted or any of that but it affects you forever i was robbed at gunpoint twice Mm -hmm. and no shit it took me about a decade to get over it yeah guys go Uh, listen to our episode that we just put out on unbelievable if you haven't watched that series yet um get ready to be super bummed but yeah Yeah. this is a traumatic event that just keeps going on well and it's just it's just horrible it's like you know she went out partying and then woke up in like the hospital it was basically like that and you know it's like every parent's fear for their college kid you know it and well and she was actually out of college she had just graduated like a couple of years before whatever she was with her sister but things happen yeah and you know it's all the victim blaming it's all like he's really a good boy and all this shit and it's like but you find out of course he's tried and done really inappropriate things before so he's definitely a serial rapist i'm sure there's actually been girls he's raped that have not come forward he's a piece of shit that deserves to be in prison for the rest of his life as far as i'm concerned but Mm -hmm. you know that's not how the system works so i think he got six months but he was out in three for good behavior um he does have to register on the sex what's that sex criminal sex offenders list yes sex offenders list which good good have you ever gotten one of those notifications that an offender lives near you no i don't think i ever have i got two in the past year Yikes, yikes, yep. yikes. They're like little postcards that they just stick on your door. 
and it's well, like a picture it's, it's a picture of the guy and i'm like i'm not gonna remember his face but i try yeah. yeah 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 but i mean it's really her story about how you know she went through it and what happened to her meaning like how she had really uh, she goes through all the the phases like i went through when i was robbed at gunpoint to some extent really outraged and stuff and you get really like rah, 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 and you're really um mean and angry and confrontational Lash and stuff. Really bad all the time. But then she writes this letter. It shows up on BuzzFeed. It's about being a survivor of a sexual assault. A rape. I don't know which one she calls it. It was released on BuzzFeed. It got like, I don't know. At last count when she was counting, it was like 15 million people liked it or read it they read it on my favorite murder it was on like cnn all these places read it and just loved the story and i think that encouraged her to write this book oh wow boy is it a good book it's 16 hours long well worth it awesome yeah after you watch big mouth (laughs) yeah or watch read it and then watch big mouth after to yeah to kind of calm yourself down and not yeah you know be rage so yeah that was mine my obsession sessions are not nearly as adult like as yours. <laughs> um, <laughs> my two-year wedding anniversary is coming up. Yeah, and my husband got us tickets to go see a band that I never thought that I would get an opportunity to go see. The band's called Bring Me the Horizon. They are an English uh, post-hardcore metal band. And they're playing at Voodoo Festival, which we were going to get tickets to, but we ended up like we would have had to bought the three day passes, which was like, Mm. I don't know, something outrageous, like $350 or some shit. And we didn't know what day they were going to be playing on. And then they found out, you know, we found out that they were going to be playing on a Sunday. And yeah, he my husband's obsessed with football. So, yeah. Yeah, I was super bummed when all of that happened. I was like, I am never going to get a chance to see these guys again. Nobody Mm -hmm. from England comes over to New Orleans. There is not a huge, how do I say it? There's not enough people to go to concerts here. Yeah, yeah. For those kinds of bands, you know, the the rock community here is small. They suddenly announced that a day or two before voodoo they were going to be playing at a smaller venue and so he surprised me and got me tickets to that so yeah i'm super jazzed about it i'm really excited uh, i've taken off of work so that i can go wow y'all that's a big deal she never takes off from work (laughs) yeah literally never excited i'm just really happy and then so that's what he he got me for our anniversary so of course he told me about it ahead of time so he was joking around and he's like what are you gonna get me for our anniversary and i had already purchased it but i was like nothing so he he's standing there like washing dishes and he's like you know what i want i want our wedding cake i would like to have like a miniature version of our wedding cake you guys i had ordered it two days before he said that so (laughs) yeah i rocked it with the present this year yes Yes, that yeah, that was some so, damn good wedding cake. I know it's so uh, y'all. I'm I had the best wedding cake. It was vanilla cake with cookies and cream filling. Uh, yeah, and then the next layer was chocolate cake with salted caramel filling. Telling you, it was some Great British Bake Off shit. It was so good. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. You you got diabetes from eating like a small slice. <laughs> it was so good though. Oh, it was. Do we know what we're watching next week? I don't know. I think we've talked about a few things, but I don't think we've circled in on anything yet. 
Oh, I know what we were going to watch. The uh what? the in the tall grass. Oh we yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah, we're going to mm-hmm. watch in the tall grass. We're going to try and stick with spooky stuff this these next yeah. few weeks. Um yeah. and and do some some scary stuff to get us all into the Halloween mood, which is coming up in just a few weeks. Let's end the show. Okay. Bye. Okay, guys. <laughs> Join us next week. We are watching In the Tall Grass, which is a Stephen King adaptation. And you guys know how much I love Stephen King. So go yes. watch that and we'll see you then. Next week. Yes. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>